Amen. There is an author and journalist named A.J. Jacobs who has done a number of social experiments. And he participates in these articles that he works on. Um, and one of the social experiments that he decided to write about was the practice of radical honesty. Radical honesty actually has a small movement around it, but as A.J. Jacobs discovered when he practiced it, there's a reason that the movement is very small. The understanding of, of what radical honesty is, is that you say exactly what you are thinking and you don't hold back. Um, he describes it as being there's no filter between what you think in your brain and what you speak out. Um, he titled the article, which he wrote for Esquire magazine, something that I'm not going to say because it probably would hurt some feelings. He uh, did this for six months, this radical honesty project, and he describes it as being perhaps the worst six months of his life. But the valuable lesson, when you stop and you think about it, and, and just imagine that this concept does exist Imagine if you were to have that as a practice, to speak exactly what you were thinking, holding nothing back all the time. Well, think about how that is not the way that our world is. Think about, actually, how much pretense that we live with day in and day out, wherever we may be. Lent comes to us, I believe, as a relief, in the sense that this is a season in which we embrace being real, letting go of pretense, being a little bit countercultural in that way. In the gospel passage, Jesus lets go of pretense when he speaks to the people and he calls them out. And he describes the way that they act, the way that they do their praying and their giving and their fasting and perhaps the way that some of us live our lives as well when he says, you're doing these to be rewarded by others. You're doing these things that you do that are good things to do, but you're doing them for the wrong reasons. You're doing them to look good, as opposed to doing them for the sake of doing them. Doing good for the sake of good, being close to God in what your actions are, for the sake of being close to God, not to make a big show of it. And he concludes it with the dramatic words that you cannot store up treasure without expecting it to be corrupted. Where if you store up treasure on earth, it will go away. And so we have a choice. We can instead choose to store up treasure in a, in a way that it will not break down, where moths cannot eat it away, where thieves cannot break in and steal. Store your treasure in heaven, because where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. We have to be honest about our motives. We have to be honest about the way that we live, and at Lent, it's a wonderful opportunity to do a little bit of self-examination. Um, I hope that all of you have chosen some sort of Lenten practice to do. I recommend it every year. I don't know how many people do. Um, but one thing that I do recommend also is to choose something that's not too hard to do. A lot of people look at Lent as an opportunity for self-betterment, that what they're going to give up is maybe five pounds. That's not the idea of Lent. 
The idea is a daily practice. And it can be something very simple and very easy. But by doing something every day, and multiple times a day, you get the opportunity to think about what you're doing and to practice self-control and to do it secretly. And by doing that, it's between you and God and you will grow in your relationship with God. Lent is also a desert walk. We walk through this austere land and it can be difficult, but it can also be cleansing and can be healing. And it is these things, I believe, because it is real. We cannot meet God unless we are ready to stand on the solid ground of reality, not being fake, being very honest, and to drop all pretenses. And the final thing to say is that the word Lent actually comes from the word lengthen. And that is because at this time of year, the days are lengthening. Every day is getting a little bit longer, a little bit brighter, a little bit warmer. And it almost feels like that is nature giving us encouragement as, at this time. As we leave the darkest time of the year, but we continue in this desert journey, we're walking towards light. And as we walk to the light, we see how the light reveals truth. Because at the end of this journey, is waiting for us the truth of the cross. And then after that, the truth of resurrection. Amen.